Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. Your look at Selena's news, events, mu- musically inclined people. It's not it's not necessarily a musician, but it's still music, man. Oh, music, man. Huh, how about that? Um, so yeah, we are we're back, dude. It is 2024. We have made it. This is the 10th. This is officially the first episode in the 10th year of Selena's Underground Podcast. It'll be April that you... Yeah, April 2024 is... So we really started recording and doing stuff before April, but April 2024 is when we we signed up to Liberated Syndication, Libsyn, our media host, and still our media host to this day. It's the official... Yeah, (laughs) it's so funny. We did it back in the day. I got it because they were hosting Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, shit. I don't know if they still do, Um but I was like, Joe Rogan's podcast has never had an issue. It always comes on. And so whatever, it, it was 20 bucks a month. And 10 years later, it is still 20 bucks a month um, for for at least for Selena's Underground there. Is that good? I I feel that, that I, there, there are services that are free now. Okay. Like, oh, people yeah. be like, oh, I'm on Podbean or whatever. But I've told people before, like, anything you get for free, you're the product. Oh, okay. You're the product. So a lot of those people, they don't realize that, like, these apps, and I'm not going to call anybody Terms out. Terms and conditions. Mm-hmm, they, read that shit. They own your content. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. They own, that's one thing with Libsyn is we were just talking about, again, Spotify not being able, or whoever not being able to throw ads. Yeah. Like, a lot of these that are free. Part of why it's free is because they're just going to throw a random ad in the middle of your podcast and whatever. Sometimes people are like, oh, that's cool. You know, I, I got advertising. But for me personally, like, like what if, what if it was like, I don't want to get too political and say guns, but like something that I don't agree with, you know? Because let's say let's say I'm I'm anti Coca Cola for whatever reason or Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't I know. Mean, I don't but, know. But, I don't know why I would Bud decide seems, to be against Bud Light. But like, yeah, but let's like, say I'm against Bud Light and and I'm using one of these free services. They could throw a Bud Light commercial in the middle of my podcast and and completely alienate an audience that I've been working to cultivate. You know. So anyway. I know that. I don't, I don't I know, know if twenty dollars is is a lot or a little, but to me, I feel that it, it is it is perfect for for what I do. Yeah. My podcast has always been available. The very few times I've needed technical help, they answer so quickly. That's so. So anyway, yeah. So in in twenty twenty fourteen, shout out to you for ten years, man. Shit. Thank thank you, oh, yeah. man. It, it's that's it, big time. That's big time to be. Consistent. It's crazy. To be consistent for 10 years, man, like, that's a big accomplishment. And yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, you look back and, like, 10 years is enough for, like, things to really change, you know? Like, we would literally started where we were like, I wonder if Salinas will ever be a place where people will come drink at night. Oh, yeah. Like, and now that, you look at it, that, and it's, like, fucking downtown. Now it's, it's the place to be. Yeah. Not necessarily the place to be, but, like. It is. Pe- it yeah, is. if you're in Monterey and you want to go out, you're going to want to have to come to Salinas now. I don't know when this is the last time I went to Monterey. Like, I stay here. You know what I mean, I'm in Salinas. I, I, I fucking, this is, my, this is my my home spot. XL and shit. I'm always right there. We dude, did you know a pub like, crawl <laughs> a couple years ago, a Santa pub crawl. And it was great, great, fun time, except for that one racist incident where I won't talk about. But 
That's Monterey. Hey, it's let's Monterey. Talk, let's hey, talk about that. Hey, hey you know. fuck that shit. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I'm kidding. Nah, put rough. it on record. No put one's record. ever spoken to me record. like that. Nah, seriously. What Hard R and everything. Really? They asked me what I was. Wait. And not Selena style. And Selena's, they're asking you what set you claim. Damn, son. They were asking me what racist I was. I was like, awesome. well, Kentucky. No, I'm saying nah, nah, not Kentucky. Nah, nah, he was like, he was Sicilian. That's what he was like. Oh, okay. I'm Sicilian, and I don't like a certain kind of people. If you know what I'm talking about, damn son, there's not a lot the, of them in this area because you had the curly hair. I got, I got, yeah. Some people say I got features of a certain. Damn, I got the wide nose. I got the curly hair, and and I was just, I was shocked. I was like, people think Salinas is so hardcore. People will. People don't talk like that in Salinas. I've heard people talk like that in Salinas. Some dude that just like he just got like got out of the pen or whatever, and he was saying like that. And his homies were like, "Hey, bro, like you can't talk like that." He was like, "I fuck that, you know, like you know what it is, you know." And he's like, "Nah, dude, you can't use those words." They literally took him out to have a conversation with him in the alley. I'm sure it was a friendly conversation. Damn. And they were like, nah, homie, you, you can't keep saying that or else it's going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. Their own homie. And, dude, I'm like, yeah, in Salinas, like, I was, I was shocked, bro. Again, in Salinas, people, could, like, try to hit you up for what set you from or whatever. But not like that. Not, and just, and so confident, dude. And it's crazy because I'm I'm a Mexican dude in Monterey. You you can't get loud, bro. You know that? You, well, I remember, I, you, dude, you, I, you don't, you, Mexican dude gets into a freaking shouting match with a white dude in Monterey. Guess who's going to lose that one? I worked at AutoZone in, in uh, Seaside, and I remember white people coming in, and they're like, you're from Salinas? Like, when, when I would tell them, like, I'm from Salinas and shit, like, it, it was, like, fucking the dark place of, like, That's just crazy. and shit. Yeah. We always it's just, just hard worker. It's so weird, because, yeah, you, and, and that's literally going back to 10 years of doing this show, that was kind of the, the one of the seeds of doing this show. Yeah. Is that I grew up here. I grew up... 11 you know from when i was born to when i was 11 i lived on the east side from 11 on i moved to the north side pretty rough neighborhoods both times but i'm all right like i i still love my city i still love the people i i still love the he's neighborhood all right. he's all right. yeah like yeah exactly <laughs> and, and, and yeah and then but you would hear like you know you again when you were able to grow up oh, and no, travel on time. your own and you go all the time bro dude like, yeah you're from we to the point where, like, we were almost pushed to say we're from Monterey, California. I don't know how oh, yeah. many how many times I've heard people, business people, that we would like do wedding films and photography, and we would have to say we're established in Monterey, but we're really from Salinas. Like, why shy away from so nice. Salinas? Not nah, nah. Yeah, it's well, not. this is like eight three one shit. Born and raised Salinas, California. I don't give a fuck. Like, fuck, fuck what everybody thinks. Like. I don't know, man. Well, this I remember like, in, interviewing uh, Ariel. Now, fuck it. We're going we're gonna to do Ariel. a highlight episode. Now we're 10 oh, yeah. years in. Shout out to Ariel. But I remember when she said she went to this fancy art school down in L.A., you know, and she felt that the kids were handicapped, you know, because somebody would say, like, oh, do do a, a something from your heart, you know. And these people, they needed direction, you know. They needed, oh, draw a mountain with, with like, su- a stream and the sun or whatever. Whereas Ariel could just go to her emotions, to her feelings inside, you know. And do it up. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, that's where I felt my superpower was, where that these people, they're they very go, good at taking direction. because they, they go to Google and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what's a good I painting need a or whatever. Yeah. I need a reference. Nah, fuck that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. where she could just go through nah, emotion. Well, you, could, you could see it through. Like, I have my her stickers on, like, my water bottle on my van 
Like shout out to Ariel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and I thought that was a, a very, very like a, a good, good perspective to be like, yeah. I a lot of the times we feel that that we 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 fall behind because where we're from, but it's like, nah. A lot of the, you know, it's, it's that superpower. We got an advantage also from from where we're from. Um, but yeah, yeah, man. So that was. But anyway, going back. I mean, I'm not trying to continue the 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 Santa story, but anyway, going through the pub crawl. That one incident was one incident you know it's not like everybody was being all rude but yeah. anyway but like you go to the places you you go you're you're at what is it bull and bear they went the alvarado was on the list for some that odd was reason mucky duck back in the days right mucky duck until someone got shot yeah that dude that mucky dude, was grimy yeah, yeah, yeah and then but yeah well, anyway, mucky duck, you, you go the to fucking, the uh, bull and, that, uh, bull, doc ricketts doc, doc ricketts, ricketts yeah that was like I wasn't even into drinking at that time. Doc Ricketts Lab. Yeah, Doc Ricketts Lab. Like, I think I went there once for my birthday, and that was it. Like, I was a homebody. I was a a fucking homebody, bro. I was just at home making beats. So it's funny that you were like, oh, no, like, when you started this episode, you're like, oh, no, he's not really a musician. He's the music man. But a lot of people don't know this, but I've been making fucking beats for for 20 years, bro. Damn. It's out of high school. Let's see, 2023, 24. So yeah, twenty years, bro. That well, I've been making. Let's beats. get into that. I mean, again, we, nah, it's all been, good. We, we can finish. We can, we can put the cap. No, on no. That. Well, I'm just yeah. To me, the whole thing was that like again, yeah, because you had you had Bull and Bear, Alvarado, the Brit, and then it ended up at Alfredo's, and you're like, this is it. This oh, is this is know. this is Monterey. Like this is this is supposed to be the big cool nightlife place. Like this is like whack, bro. There's more places like on the 100 block in Salinas. Bro, I, I used to live right above. Like I used to live on Van Buren. Which was like two two blocks up from uh, Alvarado on Monterey. Oh, okay. Back when I was living in Monterey, and shit wasn't really cracking, bro. Like I don't know, like I don't. I I would walk down, but there was nothing really cracking. The only thing that was cracking was Troyes, and I would get my sandwich. I would go to Plumes, get my coffee, Jamba Juice was right there. I would skate to fucking the tattoo shop and and work. And that was a dope ass fucking time, man. That was like 10, 10, like 10 plus. Yeah. That I used to live out in Monterey. But like, it was just so slow. Like, the. Well, the I think t- they realized that, yeah, like all the money, come, we or not all the money, but we could make a ton of money from tourist families showing up. Oh, yeah, for and sure. Spend hella cash. They're going to go to sleep by 10, and we're all good. There's not going to be any drunk people running around, throwing up on the streets, fighting and stuff. All these people coming from Castroville, you know, the Salinas people are great, but it's the Castroville people that cause problems. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Gonzalez, guns, you see her gunshots. Oh, shit. Gonzalez, let's blame it on the solid ad people. Watsonville, bro. Ah, dude, like, Fucking uh, Greenfield, uh, un- bro. Un- uneducated nah, uneducated people down there, man. Nah. Shout out to, <laughs> shout, shout out to, to, to the surrounding areas, 831. Yeah, great Chole, people. Fucking, man. Yeah, yeah, we have, it's, it's yeah, a great area. Love. But, I, I been, yeah, yeah. No, anyway, I just wanted to bring it over because I know we haven't had you on the show by yourself. By myself, yeah. It was um, with me and Silo the last time. Yeah, and so we were like promoting the Soul, Soul Codex show. Oh, that was that was what we were doing. We we're doing that, uh, and then uh, that was like with James was was uh, the owner of XL. Yeah, and twenty nineteen. Uh, into 2019 2017 2018 we're doing like uh the the basement was at uh uh fuck were you part of the polo speakeasy 101 speakeasy 101 uh polo what 
The bike polo stuff? Nah, hell no. Nah. I don't have that co- coordination. Okay, I play okay. golf. That's it. That's it. Yeah, golf, a... basketball, baseball. I don't know if I could ride a. Because Silo was, with a... Silo did that. Did he? Yeah, that's how I met him. Oh, okay. When yeah, he's yeah. part of that crew, the Psycho Cyclers, fucking hipsters, him, Rogelio, <laughs> Luciano, <laughs> Rob. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I remember that shit. <laughs> that I, was... I met Rob like through. The 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 bicycle rides he used to do, like the it wasn't critical even mass. The, it wasn't even the burrito bike ride. It was like something it was like that. Critical like mass. We just like, it was like a yeah, version yeah. of critical mass. I have no idea what it was, but I remember him with his trailer and it kept tipping over and like the speaker and the fucking. He used to have like this like. He crazy ended up breaking rig. his collarbone in San Jose at one Bro, of those. That was crazy. Like his look trailer, like that was like some straight up fucking said said <laughs> like. That motherfucker was like rocking like some crazy ass shit, like jumper cables to the fucking battery and shit, like OG shit. Yeah, bumping tunes. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. I'll never forget that. And I, I remember one time I, I was out, I, I, I showed up. It was probably like the first time I showed up. And he's like, dude, the Mono Chow shirt. I had a Mono Chow shirt, and I just remember him like pointing it out. I'll never forget that. The Wusta like, too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Shout out to Masa. Masa holding it down always, man. Like I fucking, mm-hmm. I was just talking to him today. Um, but yeah, man. Like uh, indie basement. If you don't know about indie basement, and then uh, also Masa. I always say Masa for Masa for the Rasa. Yeah, but he's That's like Masa eight three one now. Yeah, there, now yeah. he's Masa eight three. Yeah, dude. That indie basement is yeah. Um, the first what is the first Tuesday of the month. It's starting next month. They're not doing it this month. Yeah. They, no, they, usually they, they. it would be tonight, but no. Yeah, yeah. Starting next month, I believe. If not, follow follow the Selena's podcast. If you don't, you're all, X, I don't know. XL was closed today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah XL was closed today. So yeah, he was like, Oh, we're gonna plan an event. They're at like, the movies. <laughs> they're closed on Tuesday. Like, oh, okay. But that's super cool. So anyway, Indie Basement Cinema is is an event where you get a lot of local filmmakers, you know. So so when you do a movie, you know, there's only certain places that you could show them. Like if you want to like critics and all this to see, I don't know how to, I don't want to get too deep into the, how the industry works, you know, but let, yeah. let's say you and I did a movie and I, and we wanted to get it. We know we, everybody knows con, right? Everybody knows a con film film festival. So if we want to get it into the con film festival, we can't just send it over to a bunch of film festivals because there's a film festival accepts it. Then Khan's like, well, fuck you guys. You guys ain't fresh no more. You know, you already showed it at the freaking Fresno Film Festival or whatever. So we don't want this stuff. So what you could do is private screenings that are not part of film festivals. And it still allows your movie to be uh, so you could apply it for other film festivals. It's kind of like being like a college athlete and playing for an amateur team. So you could maintain your college eligibility. So, so what Rob, so, uh, yeah, what Rob and Joey do there, shout out to Joey Martinez as well, big, big part of it. Shout out Joey, you. And, um, so what they do is, is they find local films, local, like not just 831, like they go all the way to Bay Area. Again, yeah. we, we had, uh, was it Nacho? I think it was Nacho. It came down from Hayward that same night. There was night, a couple of the, 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 the one year anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, dude, that was super cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, dude I, came I, down I met, from Hayward literally to showcase his films. I, it sucks because I met so many people that night and I didn't get there. I didn't like do the proper uh, 
exchange of like social medias and stuff like that, like networking and stuff. Man, I was just like, but then, I think I was just like, well, I was working security. Yeah, so there's a lot like, going. I was yeah. working security. I popped in. I did a little ten minute segment with you and shit like that. So yeah, yeah. So it was a lot I going wish, on. Yeah, I wish I wish I was just like man, like more pull out my phone, fucking just give give people my phone and stuff like that. Because I met like. At least like a good five filmmakers that night. Yeah, that's and I do film too, but not like that. Like it's like wedding films and stuff like that. So. Well, that's definitely an event. If you're into movies or making movies as well, that's a great event to go to because a lot of people that are into making movies go there. And I know locally, like to the St. Hollywood, bro, we ain't got million dollar budgets laying around, oh, yeah, you yeah. know. So if you need someone to edit a movie or shoot something, like that's a great place to network. It's always these events are cool, like like minded people, you know. You don't you're not. You're already gonna find people that are into what you're into. It's gonna make the conversations easier. Yeah, and then but, we had like sprinkles of like. Uh, sorry to interrupt. No, hell no, go uh, for it. Like sprinkles of like music videos too. There was like a couple music oh, videos and yeah, stuff like that hell too. Yeah. So it was like cool. Yeah, it was like a little bit of like mixtures of like short films and then pretty much music videos or short films too. If you think about it, it yeah, was, it was like, pretty neat to yeah. You see a video and then you interview someone and I was like, wait, I think I saw you featured on a video and they're like, yeah, that was me. Like, oh man, that's, yeah. that's freaking cool. Um, but anyway, I, again, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I wanna. It's about you. It's your episode. I, I mean, nah. I love I love promoting okay. the indie basement. Okay. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah. get it. Get, get this though. Get this though. I want you yeah. to understand this and resonate with this. This is the essence. This is the essence right here. Like everybody, like the community, like yeah. everyone thinks that I'm the essence. I'm not the essence. Like. This is yeah. this is like like the community that we built off like Vinyl Night, off all this stuff. Like I trying to share like I'm not as adamant like as Masa, you know what I mean? Like sharing all these like stuff stuff that stuff that's happening, but like I have a knack for bringing people together. That's what I love, man. Like just just uh dude, I've fucking connected people from down south to bay area over here like and done shows out here like that's what i love to do man like it's like yeah and and if you're wondering why he's hammering on that essence thing i i'm i'm just i'm trying to go back in 10 minutes or so i'm like i don't <laughs> i don't know if i've even properly introduced you i know you're obviously a friend of the podcast a friend of myself so it's very easy oh, yeah. to just comfortably get into the conversation but again oh, if you're still sitting here like <laughs> Man, who is this voice again? I'm I'm sitting here right now in the studio with Sergio, or you might know him as Worm, or again, some people literally call you the S. I think that's why you're saying that because I don't, I've I don't, noticed honestly, some people you you don't push that, but there's definitely some people I that will refer to, to you as the essence. You know, I but and like not, though, I which is, not, and though. that's a great people, great description. People call me Lombriz though. Lombriz, I'm cool with that. Worm. Man, you know, like for the ones that know, they know Sergio. I usually introduce myself as Sergio. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when I'm DJing, I don't have a fancy name. I'm just like, yo, I'm Sergio. Like I'll say like uh, people, my homies call me Lombriz. You can call me Lombriz and that's it. But a lot yeah. of people call me the essence. But like, I feel like that, that, that name right there is just like carries a lot of who like to be called the essence. You got to be dope. <laughs> right, and and I think a lot of it comes from that account introducing them to Vinyl Night, yeah. Which I think I know you you do a lot of events, but I feel like that's that's basically that's a signature event. Is it's every for week the last year, yeah, for yeah. the last year every Wednesday, and for you it. as well. I'm not trying to disrespect other events around the area, but for you at least, you know, like, yeah. like every week 
the one place that you, people know that you can find you and and it's this great event is vinyl nights wednesday night at xl public house um and and what is interesting to me is i don't i maybe it was from you know you do a hashtag or something. i don't really use hashtags anymore no nope, i don't instagram <laughs> yeah instagram they already know what the hell you're looking at like the hashtags that's old shit um but i i would i start seeing other vinyl nights and cities around the air, you know, mm. it's all of a sudden my Instagram explore page is like, That's Oh, the, a cool, know. a cool vinyl night in San Jose or a cool vinyl night in long beach or something. And I was like, wait a minute, like these are somewhere else. And then you see them and I'm like, they were cool. They look like a great fucking time. Don't get me wrong. But it was like, speaking of the essence, it almost seemed like it was the essence of their neighborhood. You know, like when you yeah. see the San Jose one, I'm like, ah, whatever bar they're doing it, I don't know. It doesn't seem like like a place where I would hang out, but everyone seems like that's their place. Yeah. I, which I'm sure some people might see XL and be like, hmm, I don't know if I would hang there. But like being from here, I'm like, dude, that's home. That's yeah. the most comfortable place I'm I'm at. So it's neat seeing the, these other vinyl nights and being like, bro, we have our so, own version of that. I think our version is distinguished, different. I mean, it's it's like differently like. Um, people bring their records versus other vinyl nights. It's just like people just DJing. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. So from, from what I've oh, seen, I never thought about that. Yeah. That I mean, it's still vinyl. Like I, you yeah, could yeah. show up with with freaking no, 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 two crates like, full of vinyl and don't have to ask for nothing. Oh, it's no, still no, a vinyl no, night I'm, technically. I'm, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying oh, people people here. Dude, that is people true. here in Salinas bring their vinyl and I'll play it for them. Yeah, a lot of places are doing just like vinyl nights where they're just playing vinyl. It's not people bringing their yeah, vinyl. just for the hipster aspect. I, I, it sounds I, good. I don't know about that. But yeah, <laughs> they know. No, no, no. Well, they shit. Admit it. I mean, they but know. that that's that's what I've seen from an outsider looking in. I don't know if anyone else is doing that. Like, uh, as far as someone bringing their vinyl, and if they are, that's dope. It's, it 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 establishes community. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that's like what we've been pushing forward always. Like, uh, just it's so dope to see people come here and bring their vinyl and be proud of it and then someone else comes through and they're like yo who brought that shit i'm like yo it's it's him and then next thing you know like fucking four weeks later we're all friends fucking just vibing out and shit well yeah and speaking of and yeah, of, of, the, of the indie basement thing it's a similar thing in in that is yeah. the, the music thing is there are like and it's not even in a rude way because everyone's super cool, but you can tell that like once it's got established, like people want to bring that deep cut. Oh yeah, people want to bring that deep. And it's someone an, that nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. and I'm it, all it, on that shit too, though. Well, well, exactly. And it's usually inevitable that there's at least one person that knows, or one person that's like, "What the hell is this? This, be, this sounds like a whole, revelation, yeah. man." You know. Yeah. And it's dope because if you're the one that brought it, you could be like, "Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah! This is yeah. let me let me tell you about this band, you know? This is Shoe Shine, bro. They only played in 1978 or whatever." Or someone could be like, "Bro, is this Shoe Shine? Like, is this the really you really fucking bring this shit, yeah. you know?" And all of a sudden, these I love when that happens, though. Yeah, I and, love when that happens, dude. And it's a shit because it's like such a great icebreaker. Oh, Doesn't yeah. matter how you look, you could just be like, "Who brought this?" Yeah. And someone just raises their hand, and yeah. all of a sudden you have an instant I connection. I, I, I pointed them out, they and I seen it happen, like you know, organically. 
and I love that shit. Like we're here. We're not no dating apps, nothing. You know what I mean? Like all the apps and all that shit where we meet people online mm-hmm. and shit. Nah, this is people coming together, bringing their records, and all vibing out. And I fucking love it, man. And we've been doing it for a year plus. And yeah, we're gonna keep going. It. We're we're gonna keep going. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, and it's a great event on a Wednesday. You know, it's on a Wednesday night. It, it's just you know, it's another one of those events that just keeps the calendar going. And and it's not the the only theme is vinyl, which yep. is basically endless. Because you could say, like, oh, bachata night. And eventually you're like, hey, man, can we do something different? It's been yeah. a year of every of bachata everywhere. And maybe that might work in, like, a San Francisco, L.A., you know, somewhere where there's a million other choices, you know. Salsa night. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But, yeah, so just keeping it to vinyl is, uh, it, you can bring any, I could bring in. We people, play. We play people whatever, have brought whatever, in whatever the fuck you want, man. We play whatever. The one that sticks out, and it sticks out to me more because the person that brought it seemed so concerned about bringing it. Oh, there's a lot the, of people. But like to that. me, is the the Red Dead Redemption soundtrack. Oh, I remember that. That was like one of the first vinyl nights ever. Yeah, and 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 they were so I concerned rem- that it was I, like I too exactly abstract. Who, who brought that? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember her. Yeah. And in my head, I was like <laughs> this. This game is known as oh yeah one of the like it's a classic. This is good. You didn't bring in just some random recording, dude. Like it's you for got the ones, some for good. the ones that know that they know. I mean, there's like, dude, there's like some pretty deep cuts on there, dude. Like, yeah, and it's still yeah exactly. Even yeah, even if you don't get it, you're gonna you're gonna un, you're gonna like the music. But I, I thought it was so interesting. They were just like fuck. This might be a little too nerdy. I think this might be a little pushing. Maybe for Walter, or whatever. Walter's gonna start complaining and shit. <laughs> well, you just Fuck gotta, Walter. Just tell him Manu Chow sucks, bro. Uh. That gets to him. That gets to him. I but I love, love Manu Chow. Yeah, Manu Chow is awesome. But I, I love making uh, Walter squirm mm. more. You call anime cartoons and you talk surprised. shit about Manu Chow and you watch Bruh. watch Walter crumble. I do. Uh, <laughs> First Friday events at XL Public House, right? And I play a four-hour DJ set, and that motherfucker always complains about the music, bro. But he he always complains Walter's about when I'm a happy when individual. I, when, I know, I know, but like I'm usually dropping like I'll drop like the sample, and then I'll drop like the original. Like I'll I'll drop like some shit like uh, what do you fucking David try to Axel, try David to Axelrod? David Axelrod or Dr. Dre? Uh, that's a that's a simple one. Gonna be on Shade Forty Five like, or what? Nah. Well, I'm saying like, bro, for the people that know, they know. For my DJ sets, you know what I mean? Like I do, you know. We haven't even got into that yet. Yeah, hell yeah. 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 So like, we're talking about production. We haven't even talked to my <laughs> my production, bro. Like, it's nine twenty two. Oh shit. Uh, I'm trying to make just. I'm trying to will Justin to keep the fucking bar open another hour. I see. He won't. He'll close early. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, uh, yeah. That, well, that, let's that's, talk that's, about that's, the musical a... journey because it's okay. You, you okay. got here. You 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 play records. You you know a lot of music. But I'm always curious about that because everyone has their own story. Like I, I, I always gotta. You know, it's my show. It's been ten years. I gotta fucking talk about me. You know. Ah. Um, but I feel like you know my mom. My mom was into the Beatles. I'm not gonna lie. My dad was also into like like rock Beatles. and stuff. But I saw the like, Beatles live, bro. Really? Yeah. I don't believe it. Nobody believes it. I don't believe you it. You know why? What? Because my dad took me to Orlando. I mean, my dad and my mom took me to Orlando, Florida 
to uh, Disney World, and there was this cover band, the Beatles, that were fucking amazing, and psyched me out, bro. And I would always tell people, like, I saw the Beatles. And that was it. Because I was going to be like, dude, actually, you're old enough where John Lennon nah, was probably nah, still around. I am pretty old, but nah, I'm not, not that old. Well, in that Disney World, that's probably fucking top top quality. Dude, <laughs> it was fucking crazy. I think I was like probably like eight, maybe. But at the time, like the Beatles, I mean, shit, dude, like everything, everything resonated with me at the time. Like all, all my pop's music, all my, all my mom's music, man, like Stevie Wonder, the Beatles, like. So that's what, yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's what. like, man, like, yeah. So you want to pick my brain about music? No, well, that's what I was, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at about where that comes from. It's it's curious to me because ultimately, and like I said, I don't mean to make this about myself, but I'm going to because I can. No, you're good. Um, (laughs) At 36, I look back and I realize how much, um, it was my sister really that was a bigger influence and then Kate on the streets, dude, just, just being out. And Kate on in the at least early mid nineties was shout out Clear Channel was still yeah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck, dude Clear Channel iHeartMedia I had to say fuck, that bro like nah, again fuck. you guys are legit businesses and all yeah, that yeah. shit but you destroyed a Radio. fucking industry oh, yeah. oh. Oh, oh it pisses me off so much because I we still grew up with dude I still talk you know shit, Casey Kasem and yeah, shit yeah. like oh yeah we grew I grew up listening to you know oh yeah me and, too. Um, me too. But anyway, like like again, for me personally, my my mom, I fucking love my mom. You know, great person, fucking sacrificed so much to get me where I am here. But also, not a, not a very fun person. Not you know, not very much into music. All my other aunts and shit love music, love to go dancing or whatever. My mom was like, no. You go out there like there's only bad stuff out there. You stay home and you fucking read the Bible and shit. And uh, she would never read the Bible either, so she was full of shit. But, um, but anyway, it was difficult. You know, it's a trip for me because that that's such a common thing. Like, dude, all oh, growing up, you know, my parents would put on again the Stevie Wonder album, or would put on this fucking Rolling Stones or this and that. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like for me, like I I really started discovering music when again my sister got old enough to get a job and buy records on her own. So you know, all of a sudden, the, the Offspring and Corn, you know, Corn was her shit, and like. You know, mid mid 90s stuff when, you know, as soon as she turned 16 and got that McDonald's job and she told my mom, fuck you, I can buy my own music. Was this like Warehouse? Like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Warehouse, Sam Goody. So this was like CDs. Yeah, CDs yeah. This records. was still, yeah, yeah. so she was 16. She was born in 84. So this was, yeah, 2000. Okay. So this was, this is like the, the, all the CDs were like out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like one. <sighs> well, oh, actually, man, and you I wanted, was... oh, dude, we were going to talk about this and I, I, Remember my first. Everyone remembers their first. You know, you always you, you always got to remember your first. The first one that I bought with my own money that I earned. CD or record? It was a CD. CD. Okay. It was yeah, a yeah. CD. Me too. There was no records. We didn't have a record player. And again, my mom wasn't the type. My dad wasn't really around. Yeah. yeah. If we if like if anyone was gonna listen to records or whatever, my dad was like. My dad was like a metalhead, you know, back in the day or whatever, fucking oh, rebel. Right. But that meant that he was just getting drunk and doing drugs with his friends and not raising his kids. Um, anyway, I've grown over that, but, um, so yeah, so it was CDs, it was CDs and it was actually, we're on the North side already. 
Because, again, this was the one that I bought. I forgot what I did, either lemonade stand or I maybe sold some baseball cards at a yard sale or some shit. He's but, a hustler. But I was, yeah, <laughs> dude. And, uh, but that, I'll, I'll give that to my dad. I'll, I learned that shit from my dad, bro. That dude would could make fucking a dollar out of fucking anything. Yeah. I remember my, to this day, my... One of my aunts calls me El Dragoncillo Reciclais because I was six years old. I would go up and down the east side. I lived on Laurel between Tout and Sanborn, and I would take a shopping cart, and I would take all the empty because when the dudes got off work at the fields, they would just fucking pound Bud Lights, bro, just pound Bud Lights until the fucking early right hours. there with the cans and yep. shit. They would yeah. never clean them up. They would just leave them all out in the street, and I would collect the cans, and my dad would take them over to fucking A&S. recycle. Yeah. <laughs> he would go buy his drugs and give me 10 bucks and I felt like the man but I was a, but anyway that's why I learned to hustle whatever whatever I'm, I'm going then you took that 10 got the fucking Michael Jordan rookie card <laughs> and shit fucking flip that shit <laughs> right yeah and then again so going back to this so I, I finally have cash this was fucking Masterpiece Ghetto D had come out, bro. Make him say, uh, was oh, okay. all over the place. That shit was number one on TRL all day. Everyone had the fucking no limit chains dude, with, the oh. green, the, with the green neck <laughs> from the <laughs> mall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, with the tank. But, bro, yeah, yeah that shit... That shit had mystical. That shit had master P. Silk the shocker. The silk the shocker. It had yeah. it had the whole fucking no limit. Yeah. You know, fucking crew. I was enabled. so pumped we, we, for we it. Deep down, dude. See murder. Fucking dude. Yeah, see murder. Yeah. And um, I, I used to have all those CDs, good. bro. Oh, yeah. Well, that was this was a, I, I was just obsessed with it. And so we were at Walmart. Walmart. And I didn't know what a single was. But they had Ghetto D. It was like in this orange, fucking thick orange fucking case. It said Ghetto D. They had the cover. It was just to make them say, um, single. Yeah, single. Yeah. It was the single, and they had I like, so it had the singles, radio bro. edit, the, the yeah. uncensored one, the fucking Benga Boys remix or whatever the <laughs> fuck, you know? <laughs> the Benga Boys remix. <laughs> it was like, we'll edit that one out. Dang. So, anyway, that existed. And it was like four bucks or five bucks or whatever. Did that really exist? No, no. No, it was some kind of party remix because it was like four different versions of it. One of them was like a party remix, but it wasn't, I don't think it was Venga Boys. But I was all pumped. I like that. I like that. I was like, it was like four or five bucks. I might go. And I was like, oh, this is Walmart, dude. Like, everything is super cheap at Walmart. I fucking just came up on this CD. I put it on. It's fucking censored, bro. Censored. Like, all right. Radio edit. Damn. And I keep flipping. I'm like, dude, why is it playing the same song over and over? It's playing the same song over and over. All of it was fucking censored. There was not one cuss word on the whole You're thing. Like, I got it for five bucks. I, well, yeah, that's when I learned that. Back then, at least, Walmart wouldn't sell, like, explicit oh, records. Right, right. Uh That, I, I don't know when that happened, but I remember. Fucking Tipper Gore, that bitch. Yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, Tipper okay. Gore, Al Gore's wife, for all these fucking political fuckers, it was a Democrat. Um, yeah, she was those, the parents against whatever, the R-R-I-A-A, was it called? I think and they're still no, like mpaa that, right? and it's still like that right mm -hmm. well no the, uh walmart doesn't even sell cds no more right i don't think anybody does i think it's just vinyl there's vinyl but now. anyway that 45 minute story right there was just to tell you that 
the first album I ever bought with my own cash was a Make Em Say Us single, fully edited, fully fucking edited. I was so, that was when I first like learned about capitalism, how you get fucked over. Bro, I remember like the first record I bought, I think I was 12 years old. It was Vaca Boys. Um, Café con leche. Café con leche, mami. It was like a house fucking thing. And that, that was like the only record store we had in Salinas was uh, the crate right there on Sherwood. Only real one. In front of the Rodeo? Yeah, in front of, in front of the Rodeo, bro. Uh, By Justin Dakota Jakes? Yeah. D- dude, Dakota Jakes was there like at that time. Yeah. We're just talking about Dakota Jakes here. I don't Didn't remember. Didn't it burn down? Yeah. Right now, right? Yeah. Yep. And is now T Mobile. Yeah. And then there's like a whole bunch of vacant spots. But yeah, they never got rented. It's like there's like a contacts place, like right? Like mm-hmm. I, I I place and stuff like that. Starbucks. I keep buying that spot, man. Like I'm just like, boo, it would be it'd be cool to do something there. But they want a lot. I could imagine, yeah, with yeah, that, yeah. that brand new construction well, right there, like a lot that. of the, yeah. a lot of traffic. But anyway, but can I take a quick break, real quick? Yeah, yeah. This my tie is working through me, baby. All right, cool. We'll be right back. Man, that's how you know I've gotten older. I got to take piss breaks in between the show. That was never when I was twenty six. You didn't have to do that shit. Now at thirty six, I got to do that. Fuck. And, and then when you go to sleep, you wake up in the middle of the night, and you still got to do that shit. I'm still not there. I'm st- I mean, there you is. Haven't, there, you haven't done that. There are those moments, like where it <laughs> happens. It's still random enough that it's like, oh no, I just you know had a lot water to drink or something. But it's still not regular. But like every single older man I hear, just like every every yeah, once in a while, I'm coming. just like I'm chilling in the bed, like just curled up under the fucking blankets, and I just want to chill. And you got to go take a piss, bro. That just sucks. Those are the worst. Yeah, and you're like. How bad is it if I piss myself? Then you're like, pretty fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, sure. You're just gonna make a stupid ass fucking situation, bro. Just get up and piss, you lazy fuck. And then you yell at yourself and you go piss in the normal toilet like a human. But anyway, we were talking about right before our break, Dakota Jake's burned down. Very sad. It is now a T Mobile. It is now the eyeglass place. It is now a Starbucks. Vacant. There's yeah, a couple of vacant There's a lot spots. of vacant yeah, yeah. spots. And um but the no, what no, was the was, record shop called? It was the crate. The crate. It was DITC, baby. DITC. Yeah. So they were there were a spot, it was just all house music. Jesse Gonzalez. There was like a lot of popular DJs coming out of that area at the time. Wait, I mean, wasn't the, the fucking wasn't at the time. Like I, I feel like they're Doing big shit now, you know what I mean? Oh, really? They're still around, some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this area? I have no idea. Justin Gonzalez, that's, yeah, I don't know. uh, Everybody knows uh, like eight Justin Gonzalez. I think think some of those people are doing the DJ booth, like the. Oh. I might, I want to say like Noel. I have no idea if they're like I, I know those names sound super familiar. Noel fucking has like some bangers like on vinyl too, bro. Like some very well known like uh, house and uh, like freestyle music. You know what I mean? Like on record, so it has got like they've they've gotten a lot of fucking not awards. I don't know if it's awards, but it's just like 
a lot of plays. Like it's a it's a very popular song. You know what I mean? I I forget what it is, but yeah. yeah. But Shout for out to- but for you yourself, like, do you remember like? Did you go there because that's where your your parents sometimes went for their records? Nope. Or when you got nah. older and somebody was like, hey, this is the spot. Now nah, I was 12 years old, bro. You were 12 years old <laughs> when you found that? And, and again, yeah. do you remember how? I don't know, dude, I have no idea. It bro. is very difficult. Yeah, it could have been a, a million things. I think, I think at, at that time, okay, so I fell in love with hip-hop when I was 10 years old. Um, so we're I talking remember. about 1963. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 1963. Uh, fucking Marvin Gaye was on the radio. Nah, I'm nah. nah, I'm serious. Like Greg, Greg from Cabrillo. I was 10 years old. Uh, I think it's pronounced Cabrillo. Cabrillo. Sorry. I don't even want to say Wait, really? The, 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 yeah. C- Cabrillo. Not Cabri- Cabrillo. Cabrillo College or Cabrillo, Cabrillo the, the like- neighborhood? Cabrillo, the yeah, okay, dude, you're yeah. talking about right around the right around the corner from yeah, okay, yeah, Cabr- yeah, yeah, you're right there. Okay, Cabr- yeah, Cabrillo, yeah, because you yeah, Cabrillo, Cabrillo. Dan, you said if like, you're from if you're from Salinas, you know what the like fuck. Cabrillo Street, my motherfucker. Nah, I it was always uh, bothered me because uh, I'm like, I speak Spanish, those, bro. Those it's Cabrillo, I mean, like, yeah, but yeah, I'm like Cabrillo. I'm like, yeah, now nah, th- those were all. I mean, it was a uh, crip, you know, like Cabrillo, cause Ca- Ca- Cabrillo <laughs> was a. Uh, Cabrillo, uh, it's like it's it, Cabrillo, it Bruce Cabrillo, nah, man, like, Cabrillo, like, cuz it was a crip dominated area. You know what I mean? Like those were all the homies, though. Like, one fucking like, house. <laughs> that that whole street was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. I'm fucking love it. That's my neighbor. That's my neighborhood. I grew up on Los Coches, bro. That's yeah, my yeah. fucking neighborhood. Okay, so you know what's up, Los Coches. Shout out to there Los goes. Coches. <laughs> people like, yeah. mm. like, why don't people hire me, Greg? Kept bringing his boombox. I was 10 years old, bro. Fucking like Ice the Cube. LL Cool J of the fucking Ice neighborhood. Cube, nah, nah, Ice Cube, bro. Fucking Ice Cube was the one that fucking. Yeah, around here. Yeah, G Funk. And to this, for made me, me fall in love with hip hop, bro. At 10 to, years old. That's, that's, that's where I fell in love with hip hop. Yeah. Al Gab in the back with the fucking little 10. The Ten foot basketball court, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were, okay, yeah, yeah. Back when, back when elementary schools were like open to to play, you could like actually go into an elementary school and play basketball. Loma Vista had the short courts, bro. You yeah. could dunk as no, a kid. Okay. <laughs> this, this was, Al Gap did too. Yeah. Oh, really? We had, we had oh, the short court. okay. Yeah, we had. The oh, short I was court. thinking of the yeah. fucking park. I was thinking of El Dorado. No, the oh, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Bro, Carl Nix, bro, we used to play fucking football in the front. New Orleans Saints, yeah. baby, New Orleans. Exactly. He won a Super Bowl, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that motherfucker was on my fucking softball team. Really? Yeah. Like, dude, like, it's crazy to see, like, the people I've grown around, like, that motherfucker got his money in, in dip, though. Like, ah, fucking props to him, though. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Do it, baby. Carl Nix, man, shout out to you. If, you. if you ever hear this, man, like. Every time I see him, though, it's all love, man. It's it's cool, yeah. yeah. So, um, but that's it. Yeah. So he would come. Over. So who who was what was his name? Who would come around with this boombox? And so he Great. was bumping tapes. Bumping tapes, bro. I was ten years old, bro. This was ninety three. Hella fucking D batteries and shit. <laughs> double D's. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy? Still love like, double D's. A lot of people don't know this, but like I used to have a collection of fucking like forty boomboxes, bro. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, Holy I fuck! Used to fucking collect hella boomboxes. Like how how people collect uh, fucking shoe, shoes and shit. I used to collect boomboxes. So now I'm down to maybe like a good ten. I I narrowed it down. I made a lot of money off of it. Shout out. To 
Shout out to child support. Some people got some good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 for sure. I remember buying our first CD player in the '90s. My mom got a job at Pick and Save, or it it was still Pick and Save. It might have been McFrugals at that point. McFrugals definitely wasn't no big lots. Montgomery um, Wards or what? No, no, no. Montgomery remember Ward. Montgomery Wards? Yeah, my, yeah. I remember, yeah. dude, do you remember fucking Woolworths? Yep. Yeah, I remember right here on the south side when it was, it's, yep. a, it's a furniture store now, but it was Woolworths, like an old school department store. Like it had two floors. Yeah. And they had the furniture section. It had the kitchen section. It had a fucking pet section, bro. You could get parakeets at the fucking store, bro. At the mall, remember? The, also yeah. the one in the mall with the bubble window in the front. Bro. I dude, I don't think people was that shit called exotic pets or something. I have no idea. I think it might have been called exotic Ch- pets. Chick Fil A was in the mall, bro. I don't remember. A lot I of don't people remember don't remember. That. I, I don't that remember shit. that. A lot of people don't remember Chick Fil A, Wendy's, the pet store. That pet store with the bubble, like yeah. What else? It's uh, a fucking. It's a shoe store now. Um, what was it? Uh, something imports. Scorpios? Uh, not Scorpios. It was uh Ah no no Scorpios was the one on uh, Laurel always International? International International Imports. Imports. Yeah. Like the first time I saw a bong and like nipples. In the back, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had the Long Johnson fucking t shirts and shit. Yeah. Okay. So this was like ninety six, like when Tupac got shot. I remember being in the mall. When they announced that, oh Tupac shit! Died, bro, everybody started crying, bro. Like throughout the mall, like it was just outrage. Bro. Attention shoppers! Attention shoppers! Tupac, Tupac has succumbed it. to his yeah. injuries. Seven days, Illuminati. Yeah, twelve grade shotty. Yeah, straight the fuck up. Straight the fuck up. I remember when they announced that, and everyone went crazy. Also, another time that shit was cool. I remember being in the home, uh, being in my car with Vic. You know Vic, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, some of the listeners know Vic. He's okay. been on here now. Uh, Soul Sounds Collective. That's his. Uh, that's his alias of what he goes under. He's like kind of imprisoned under that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Aaliyah, we were rocking right here in front of. The Steinbeck Center, Steinbeck and Market, when we got the news that Aaliyah died, bro. That shit was crazy. Back when the radio would break that shit? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was like before you could like look at your phone and just be like, oh shit, Uh, fucking this person died. And it's like so fucking natural now. Like it's just like, oh, you look at your phone and you're like, oh, this person died. And you're just like, Aw. But before it was like, holy shit, like Aaliyah died. Yeah, really Tupac hit you. Died. Like, For yeah, me, yeah. one of the ones that I'll always remember, and I mean, not that she meant anything to me, but uh, Princess Diana. Yeah. I just no, remember, I remember like you, too, you couldn't fucking, every channel you would flip to was showing the exact oh, yeah. same fucking like camera angle or whatever. The that loop, fucking, the, the straight that, loop that black the, Mercedes, yeah. bro, with like the fucking basically the top sheared off and shit. And it just kept showing that. And, and that's why I would, it was the first time again I can remember, like, man, this is like a big deal. Like, I don't know who Princess Diana is, you know, but she's got princess in her name, so that's got to be a big thing. And yeah, and I, yeah, and it was just like over and over. And that was um, kind of the same thing with like Selena, like when, when. Oh, I definitely remember that shit too. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom and my sister just like, poof, 
they 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 took it harder than me because I didn't really listen to that music at the time. Like I wasn't like like too much into it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll admit it. And now it's just like I fuck they're beautiful music. You know what I mean? Like beautiful music. But you know, and I hate to admit this, and please don't come after me, Selena lovers. She's not the greatest singer. <laughs> She's a pretty know, good singer. I, she's I a pretty good singer, but she's no, not an amazing no, singer. She's, no, she's no, no, a no. personality and everything around it was was what really made her who she was. But there's a lot, a lot of and the voices and the that. come up too, the come up and everything like the story and everything. Fuck like yeah! But like uh, at the her same dad time, was there with James Olmos, bro. That's hella I crazy. Mean, it's like it's like <laughs> how can you say who's the greatest singer? Like oh fuck I, no, you yeah, can't. Yeah, no, but she wasn't good. Neither was Chalino, neither was Bob Dylan. But they're still amazing. Oh, yeah. fucking Bob Dylan artists. is fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, Bob Dylan's got a bad voice, man. I, don't, I hate that people that try to defend it. Like, hey, bro, it's not taking anything away from his artistry. This guy is one of the greatest fucking artists Sto- ever. Storytellers? Like, I mean, yeah, as far as like amazing. what he's written. Of course, yeah. It's fucking a- poetry. Oh, yeah, of course. But he is a true troubadour in every sense, but he's a bad singer. Yeah, no, I get you. I get you. But anyway, so I'm wondering. So you're you're here. You're loving music. You're starting to gather records, but it's one thing to just like to want to listen to music, and a full another one to want to share it with people. Like, how did that? Like, you know, obviously you're collecting records. But like, did you have turntables and somebody said like, "Hey man, I have a party. Do you you want to come spin here?" Or did you go up to people and say, "Hey, what's up? I'm DJ Tricky Dick, baby." I have, I, you know what's hire me. Like, I look, I look back and my homie Cisco, like Poncho Scrap Pizza, probably like fucking look back at like the times that like we've been around, and this is like probably like sixth, seventh grade, maybe. He might remember. So, nineteen seventy-two. Yes, and uh, just like with tapes, bro, just tape decks. Fucking before we had the turntables, like just going back and forth with like the music. You know what I mean? Like that's how. But like just saying, hey, listen to this or listen to that, or or you're trying to do something with it. No, no, like you're trying trying to to stop this and keep that and get that going. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Debrat. Like, so, so deaf shit. Like, back in the days, this is like 96, 97. Like, Blackstreet, Mac 10. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But you're trying to mix those tunes together. I mean, we we did what we had. It was on cassette tapes. And at the same time, it's like, uh, we didn't have turntables. But, uh. I didn't have turntable. The the first time I ever had turntables probably was like ninety nine. It was like a set of Gemini's. It was like the homie Tommy that gave me my that gave me uh, the name Worm. That's where it comes from. Yeah, my homie Tommy. Shout out to Tommy Stockton if if he ever hears this. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like Tommy Gotti. No, nah, Tommy Stockton, man. Uh, so. Yeah, man, that that's uh, so. And, and so when he he gifted him to you, like y'all were listening to tunes, and he was like, "Hey, I, I mean, I don't know, you might not remember this or whatever, but was he like, dude, you could you could benefit from like you like music in a certain way? Take these and mess with it, or did he show you what they were and and then the records? No, the 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 turntable. 
Oh no, nah, we were just fucking around on his balcony, bro. Like we we, we were rocking <laughs> we were rocking parties back in the days, bro. We were still rocking parties back in the days, bro. Like it was yeah, well, well that that's was, what I'm wondering. Cool, it was it was fucking dope as fuck. Like, uh, but how did that happen though? From collecting records to rocking parties, like there's got you know how did so you this, like this? Okay, so Tommy, this was like probably like ninety. The we were like probably freshman year, yeah, freshman sophomores. So and at this point, you weren't I doing any Tom, any Tommy. public DJing or anything. No, 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 you were just no, listening no, to music. No, you were just we're listening just, to music. We're little kids, bro. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, we're just little kids, bro. Doing yeah. what? Like there was nothing like it. It was now. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but yeah. So yeah, you, you're you're freshmen, sophomores so in high school. So when I was school. doing the cassette shit, like that was like through my like school. Like school stuff, like people would come through, like it was like school parties and shit like that. Like it was like seventh, eighth grade, stupid shit. But yeah, you're just trying like to press your little friends around, like, dude, check out these tunes I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On these on these tapes, and let me play them for Coolio, you. Gangsta's Paradise, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All but they shit. were already kind of like little mixes that you made. Nah, we were just going off cassette tapes, bro. Back and forth. Oh, but so you would have like 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 a cassette like like cassette tapes, bro. Yeah, like yeah. I, I would have the Tupac one, and you would yeah, have the LL Cool J, cause, cause and I would play the song I like, and you would play the song that you like. Kind of, yeah, yeah, maybe. But like, like we we would ha- we would all have like, dude, like my homie Cisco, fucking, he had like uh shit. Nah, that was Green Day off 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 a CD though. Like this was like. Even way before that. Da, 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 I found the road. I, heard <laughs> I hope you had the time of your life. But that we, shit. Were, we were just talking about this on the new year, bro. Like just shout out to like us for being friends since kindergarten. One, two is like just sharing music. Like we, used, man, we, we, we've gone through like a whole plethora of like, uh, of music, man. Like, uh, it's crazy, man. Like, and and this is gonna jump hella errors, but this is something that I I find myself kind of uh, struggling with nowadays. Where you got all these like, I mean, we could, there's so many artists. Yeah, how do you keep up with modern music in the last ten years? Like, how do you find new artists? How do you dig into their stuff? Oh, I'm I'm always digging, man. Like, just YouTube. I go down the YouTube rabbit hole. SoundCloud has got gems. They got edits. So we haven't even got into that, man. Like as far as like, well, yeah, that's what I'm super curious because for me, I, I feel sometimes I feel like like a, an idiot in that like I'm I feel like I'm stuck in that '90s, early 2000s. Like, bro, like I, the, I, I'm what, still what listen to? like DJ Quick and shit. You know, like I'll still I'm, be rocking. Yeah. Hey, and I fucking DJ, love DJ Quick. For, every time I drop DJ Quick, it's like. Fucking, you get the crowd going. You know what I mean? Like, I always think, yeah. yeah. If someone ever said you can only listen to, one, like, I'm not a big on absolutes, but if someone was like, you could only listen to one artist for the rest of your life, I would be pick DJ. a G Funk artist, and it would probably be DJ Quick. That's one DJ of the goats, Quick man. is so That's fucking good. Yeah. So like a lot of man, like sorry, Cabrillo. I know he's a black. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're gonna have fucking Gray and uh fucking uh nah I'm just kidding. Uh yeah, nah, uh what do I say? What do I say? Um Well I mean I just you know, I, I just 
the the sharing of it is still what I'm like. I I still would love to be like, who invited you to your first? Like, I feel like like you were playing some tunes and somebody was like, hey, dude, I got a party this weekend. Will what you saying, will you okay, play? Yeah. Oh, of course. But I'm saying like, I'm like you you see me right now. Like I like l- turned away and I had to had to think real quick. I'm like, okay. I'm thinking about like DJ yeah, we're ba- old, bro. D- DJ Paddle DJ Battle Cat, one of my favorite fucking producers. If y'all don't know about DJ Battle Cat, fucking crazy, man. Like that's one of my favorite producers of all times, bro. Same thing with like Rafael Sadiq. Rafael Sadiq's crazy, man. Like, I mean, all that shit. Like a lot of that early funk stuff was you know, even DJ Quick, man, like that's that motherfucker's crazy. Yeah, I mean he's and his, he's still out there, bro. Well, and his name is DJ Quick, and it's not just a rap name, like the DJ he's a DJ. Yeah. Like he was a DJ. Oh, yeah. Like that that's why he's the DJ Quick, you know, like he's got the music of it. But anyway, in that I mean, this is gonna gonna be a bit of a tangent, but I'm very curious your opinion, because like you were saying, you're not someone that's like, yo, what's up? I'm DJ fucking quick worm, baby. What's yeah. up? You know, you're just like, nah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm Sergio. I'm worm. I let, I'm, the you music, know, like, I, like I let the music I, speak for myself and I'll let you know this. We're going to go down the rabbit hole. I'm a fucking go play some fucking Portuguese jazz. I'm going to go play some like, I'm going to play some weird shit that you've never heard before. And that's why I love about XL is that they gave me, they give me that platform to just, let me do whatever the fuck I want. Well, yeah. and my yeah. question is to the the art artistry, I guess, of yeah. DJing, because um, because nowadays a, a a DJ quote unquote like is is more it can be an artist, you know. You don't really, it's not necessarily like DJ Jazzy Jeff scratching records, you know. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a personality. Like he's a goat. He's a goat though. I, I'm trying to bounce around, <laughs> but I, I, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. dude, you go watch one hour. But and okay, so basically, and I'm fuck. I, I'm not a big music person. I'm not trying to call anybody out or anything like that. But I take someone like DJ Jazzy Jeff versus like. So I I had heard of Steve Aoki, the mm. name. Yeah. I knew he was a very famous person. I knew how he looked. But I had never seen him do a set. You, and you've, the, seen, you've seen him throwing a cake, though, right? I, I, I knew about that. <laughs> I knew that this dude was very accurate yeah. at cake throwing. I've seen he was him, literally I've, what is, I've seen him live once. Well, and he's yeah, what, yeah. What, what I don't know if modern now he's but at yeah, one point he was yeah. considered like was the like, biggest yeah. DJ in the world. Yeah. I could not watch four minutes of his set. He was he played in Tijuana in, in a venue that I've seen. Great fucking venue, great you place. You, you were no, no, I saw oh, it on YouTube. Okay. I saw All it on right. YouTube, right. but it, it, it was just like, so uh, like, cup of tea. like thirty seconds of music to get to a drop, and then thirty more seconds to get to another drop. Like there was, the whole point was to get to the drop, and then boom, 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 and that led to another drop. Yeah, that kind of, and I I'm mean, like, hey, you I, know hey what? if you're hey, on I'll ecstasy, you if you're on ecstasy and drunk, <laughs> loving good. it, it's all good though. Hey, loving you know it, like it, it is what it is. And I'm not just, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that he shouldn't have any money or whatever. Yeah, his fame, all that is fucking earned. And I'm sure I, he's probably even bored. 
He's probably like, bro, when I was coming up, I was doing other shit, but now I just do this and get a fucking million dollars. Well, so like, what look the fuck? at A-Track. A-Track, Diplo. I mean, back in the days, Diplo, like, shit. I think Diplo, one of Diplo's fucking songs is on my, like, funeral playlist. Like, I want, like, when I, when I die, I want that fucking song to be played. It's, like, from Sarah's album. But that album is, like, fucking probably, like, 15 years old. And a lot of people didn't know that. Like Dip, Diplo, like used to be making some crazy ass beats, bro. Like, well, okay, so Diplo, so that's Diplo what I'm trying to say. Is like doing like fucking New Year's, you know, drop. Well, and, and so you could you, know you mean, could like, separate yeah. the artists from what oh, they are course. now, right? Because yeah, yeah. I feel like at some point, yeah, you're just you just become a parody of yourself, and, and and what 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 can you do? But anyway, getting back to you and the local scene here, so. You've been sharing your music and all that. How how did the idea for the vinyl night come about? Uh, shit, man. Because honestly, I don't even remember. I think I think it was just like uh, just just spinning vinyl at XL, and then like Oscar came up came up to me and was just like, "What do you think about like, you know, doing this shit?" But like. Uh, like give, giving it to the public, and I give it up to Oscar too. Like, uh, I think it was like kind of going back and forth. I, I I don't even really remember, bro. Like honestly, like, but it happened organically, and I'm just like, here we are, like a year and a half later. And it's a it's a great time out. Oh I've, no, I've been sure. I've on a invited... Wednesday though too, bro. Like on a Wednesday. Well, and and I've invited people. Shout out, uh, motherfucking Dan, baby. So again, so if you follow me, you know, you know, I do my union show on Tuesday oh, nights. Yeah. But sometimes you guys do it on Wednesdays. Then, yeah, there's be, been a couple times where it overlaps. Well, then we're like ch- we're chilling. Well, yeah, there was yeah. Sometimes the schedule just overlaps, and again, I remember Dan, Dan, because shout out to Dan. Dan loves music Dan's as well, man. but Dan is not like a hip hop head, you know. But Dan 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 was always bringing some dope he, shit. Though. Well, and I remember the first time he was like it's, like it, I have, have Shade's okay. Bands exactly. album. But that's what I'm saying. That's and what he I'm was saying. like I think nah, 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 nah. Well, not supposed to say he thought like, that might be too abstract. No, but I'm saying you, you you're thinking like hip or vinyl nights hip hop night. That's what Dan. Well, that's what Dan would had oh, in his head. Hell no. Nah, nah. And he was like, "Dude, I do have this vinyl, but it just Bro. happens to be Sade's band when Sade we, decided to we go played, we on her own. Maybe like five percent hip hop, ten percent. Everything else is like, like man, like vinyl night. You can literally bring anything." Like and I yeah. play everything, yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's of- another thing is that you also and this is where you do a great job of also like it does. It's not a first come first serve, yeah. Because if you if you were to just to take every album or song that somebody asked of, it's still it would still be a little funky. But you as a DJ understanding music and knowing so much music, you you can kind of realize, oh, okay, this is. You know, this has this feel or this song has this feel. So I'm going to let it. I'm going to let a couple records play until this particular Led Zeppelin song comes on. And then I'm going to fucking cut it in with the Sade and they're going to fit well together. And you sitting there drinking a beer, you're not going to it's not going to be jarring. You're just going to be listening to the music. 
And again, and I think you do, you do such a good job about that, is that you could very easily just be like, whatever, first come, first serve, uh, album comes in, I put it on, album comes in, I put it on. But you 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 take the time to, to think about what's been handed to you, or if something doesn't fit in, you could jump into your crate and pull something to like transition it. I appreciate that you understand that and and you acknowledge that. Yeah, I can hear But it. at the same time, I don't really have to reach into my crate because there's all these people that bring dope ass shit mm -hmm. all the time, man. And it's cool, man. Like, I fucking love it. Uh, every night or every Wednesday is different. Y'all bring different shit and I appreciate it. And it's super dope because, like, I'm able to, like, do that. Yeah. But I don't even know. Like, I think I think it might be just subconscious shit, bro. Like, because a lot of the times, too, is, like, I'll, I'll ask people, what do you want? What do you want to listen to? And guess what they say? Whatever you want. Whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So I get to play whatever the fuck I want. And... That's where it comes from. Yeah. It's like, well, and I think a lot of or some of the times as well is the nostalgia with the with the vinyl. Cause I, I people like to have this argument, whatever. Oh, vinyl sounds better, vinyl sounds better. It's like, no, it doesn't. Digital <laughs> there's no argument, man. There's no argument. Digital sounds better. It's just cleaner. There's way less artifact. It's digital. There depends, are, there's way depends. more there's way more data, but it's I'm about just to sock this motherfucker right now. I'm saying <laughs> no, but 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 at the same time, it just it's super clean. Like when you go see art, so you like want the clean. No, you no, no, clean. no, no, no. I'm just saying that's what the digital gives you. Yeah, yeah. Like it does sound. It's just it just sounds. There's just more dynamic range when it comes to digital. But again, when I go to an art museum, I'm not looking for the most defined picture, like. There, there are types of artwork that are abstract as fuck that you you almost can't make out what the image is, yeah. but it still gives you something. And then that's where I love the the vinyl is. That's where I think the the people reflect with it in the imperfections of it because, especially being from Salinas is dude, we didn't grow up super rich, so like our parents didn't have CDs in the late '80s. You know, our parents didn't have MP3s nah, in yeah. 1994. Nah, sure. yeah. Like we were still, our parents were still rocking the records into the early 2000s. Not because they were hipsters, not because they were on trend or whatever. It's just, yeah. it's just what we had. Yeah, it's what we had, and and it worked well. It doesn't sound shitty. It, it sounds amazing. But I I think, you know, going back to a, again a, a vinyl night like that with vinyl, it, it somehow it. it we reminisce. We reminisce with our youth. You know, yeah. it's those those echoes of the past that we feel when you hear those imperfections. So, so and it's like, what, I not, what do you, what do you think it is with the youth though? Like, well, no, I, I think it, it takes them back to them being kids. Okay, but I mean, I mean, even like some of these records. I mean, shit. Well, and some I'm of so, these people, some of these, some of these kids are like 21 years old. But what what is old becomes new again. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. All these kids, they're all dressed in fucking baggy jeans. Some jinkos. <laughs> yeah, they're they're baggy jeans. They're in graphic tees and shit. They got like a Nirvana t-shirt on. They got a Metallica t-shirt on. They don't know who the fuck these bands are. They were born after Kurt Cobain blew his brains out, but they're rocking the shirts. 
they like what it what it was and what it represented. And then also, and then when they go to that, we again we were that fucking high fidelity, bro. You know, you go to high fidelity. It's the the nineties was. It was almost the end of the records, but it it brought it brought vinyl back. Yeah, and I think that they they still relate to that. They're older brothers or older sisters, and and I'm glad. I'm they're fucking cool, man. The young, that younger generation, the under twenty five. What do they call themselves? Gen Zers. They don't call themselves that. What people call them? They're good. I mean, we're we're uh, they're good people. Millennials. We're millennials. Yeah, we're millennials. They're Gen Zers. All right. People give them shit. They're cool people. What's after millennial? Gen Z. Gen Z? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I'm saying oh, before, before that. It, it's either Gen X or boomers. Because some people include Gen X, like this little in-between, like so late 70s, is, early 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like 78 to 81. Some people I'm consider to, that Gen X. I'm going to have to. Or late boomer. Late boomer. I'm 83, so. Okay, you're millennial. I'm a, yeah, millennial. Yeah, that's a solid. Eighty two is. Yeah, it's really is weird. Like, is it? Isn't it like right there? Eighty one, eighty two is like. Whatever. Yeah, again, there were some people. Yeah, they try to put the Gen X in between that, between know, yeah. Boomer and all that. I don't care. It doesn't. They're all meaningless stuff. Everybody should just love each other. But anyway, love you. I love for you coming you're on the show. You're fucking dope, bro. You're fucking dope. That's all that matters. You're dope. I'm dope. We had a good, it was a good conversation. People. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about everything, but. We kind of figured that that this was going to go in a lot of different ways. Oh, of and, course. And not yeah, yeah. go in what we wanted to talk about. Nah, but. I mean, honestly, like, I don't give a fuck about myself, bro. Yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah, people I mean, I mean, usually you interview people, right? And it's like about the person and shit, like, and I don't care. That's I what really I'm don't saying. care like, about honestly, you. Honestly, I don't shit. I don't care about myself. <laughs> honestly, no, no, no. I'm Fuck no, you got no, a great no, no. So- man. I think people are gonna love, dude. There's some great stories. It might be part two of part two of, of the shit. Like, oh yeah. Well, uh, again, this is like a, part three already. Exactly, because the the first part was with Silo, but I don't even think like what we. I don't. Fuck. I, There's a lot of unreleased stuff like, that y'all will never hear because oh, of course. Yeah. you got to pay money for that one. When I die, when I die, please release that shit at my eulogy. Yeah. Nah, never mind. Nah, don't do that shit. <laughs> but yeah, nah. Uh, this is what the essence is, though. Like, it, it's not talking about me. It's talking about people. It's talking about what's in the area. Like there's a lot in of things area. going on. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in Salinas. Like, I hate to hear people saying like, "Yo, there's there's nothing." We've been telling stories about this town for ten years. We we're getting oh, yeah. about this. We're gonna bring it back to, to the I beginning. I hate to, and I don't use hate. I don't use that word hate. You know what I mean? Like, but I do hate that people fucking talk shit about this town, bro. Yeah. Again, Straight the fuck yeah, up. it's yeah, ten yeah. years, three hundred twenty some episodes, and there's still you, brother. Dude, high five. And it's not difficult. Yeah. There's still yeah. so many stories, so many people at interview. This town is just full of awesome, awesome people, awesome yeah. stories. You had a Oris this this uh, last week. Oris, Mialana, uh, Mialana, shout out to Mialana. Nacho yeah, Ornella's a yeah. fucking historian from Stanford. Man, we wow. got. That's beautiful. I got, a, I got oh, a lot yeah. of Sergio from another Sergio. We got multiple Sergios on. We got Sergio from Stonies. We have Sergio Worm. Oh, we dude. Sir, oh, uh, how's he doing, man? 
Uh, it doesn't seem very well, but um, oh, okay. but yeah, we yeah. amazing part, story. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying like I'm I'm I know yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, and it's all always, it's all here. Pushing, We're all family. For, We're yeah, all in yeah. the same place. We're always pushing for good health. 2024, man. Like Sergio, you know what I mean? Like uh, from Stonies, you know, like. Hopefully he's uh Yeah, we're all we're all going yeah. there, yeah. We we never gonna give up. And and I I thank you for coming on and again as I tell everybody that's come on is well now you've been in the studio multiple times for you. Yeah, yeah, nah for sure. And you're welcome back every time, man. Yeah, we'll be we'll talking we'll be story. back uh next week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got some more stories. Oh no, nah, like we got that Patreon stories. You you, you should have heard the stories like off the off the camera. Oh, when when this button is green, oof! You wish y'all had those stories, but you will never hear them. We, we were talking for you like won't a good, never hear them. We were talking for like a good forty minutes. Yeah, you only you only hear the red button stories, everybody. The red button, yeah. yeah. Nah, hey, it's all it's always all love, peace, peace. Eight three one, I love you guys. Lombriz signing out. Shout That's out the, your uh, social media. So where can uh, people find you? The Essence Music. Uh, that's it. At the essence music. That no yeah, no dots on es- just spelled, music, spelled correct. Uh and then you can uh chime in on the link tree. You can find all the Spotify links. I just got on Spotify like half a year ago. I'm like new to this shit, but like I've been dropping a playlist every Wednesday. So yeah. Oh we, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we're, subscribe we're, to that shit. Oh hell yeah. So every Wednesday we're dropping new shit. Wait, it's what like was 20, it? What was it on Spotify? The Essence Music. Oh, at the yeah, Essence yeah. Music. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, I love, dude. I got some. I shit, love bro. playlists, yeah. but I hate coming across playlists that get stagnant. Oh no, 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 no. they the, just put it out there and that's it. And I'm like, dude, I need, new, I need it's some like new fresh songs, shit. Maybe. It's twenty songs, maybe. Like I try and keep it because I know our uh, our attention spans like fucking yeah, terrible. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, nah. I I just tried to keep it simple. That's it, and then uh, just chime in. Twenty songs plus, maybe if that dope shit, smooth shit. I just dropped some new stickers too. So yeah, yeah follow uh, IG the Essence Music. Uh, hopefully next year or this year, I have like new merch and shit. So yeah, yeah. Always be on the lookout for that. And so hell yeah, all right, Serge Worm. Essence, thank you for coming on the <laughs> podcast and thank you all for listening again thank, for these 10 you. fucking years, man. Y'all got 10 years of listening behind you. I fucking love you guys. This is amazing. I'm so excited. It feels like my first year. I can't wait. I can't wait for this 10th year. Uh, stay tuned. Next episode is one of our history episodes that people love. We are talking about how the Alisal became East Salinas and, and an amazing teacher named Virginia Rocca Barton. You ever heard of Virginia Rocca Barton? No, but she's got a school named after her and we're <laughs> going to tell you why <laughs> next week. Yeah. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Peace.